Hi, and welcome to the Money Tips No One Told You podcast, presented by First Pioneers Federal Credit Union. Here at First Pioneers, we're passionate about helping not only our members, but our community becomes financially successful. That success often starts with basic knowledge, things like knowing how different account types work to understanding terminology, or even tips that make your life easier. The more you know, the more success you will have as you handle your money and your finances. Let's get started. Hi, I'm your host, Heather, and today we're talking about habits. You know, habits can be many things, both good and bad. A bad one may be biting your nails. A good one may be making your bed. But the reality is we actually have habits in almost every aspect of our lives. It may be how we brush our teeth. It may be our eating habits or our driving habits. And yes, even money habits. The truth is some of these may be good and some of them, well, maybe not as much. I think when a lot of people think of a habit, they think it's something bad, but that's not always the case. The definition of a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that's hard to give up. That doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. So I think habit kind of gets a bad rap. I do think it's fair to say most of us don't realize that we have all these habits, especially when it comes to ones that deal with money. So how many of you guys know somebody, or you are that person, that brings their lunch religiously every day to work, but then when it comes payday, they treat themselves and they eat out, right? And actually, that's a great idea, because that's a great way to save and It's a habit that you formed. For many others I know, though, that's when the spending begins. And before long, all the money's gone and they're waiting for the next paycheck. You know, I think we actually were living in a time where paycheck to paycheck living is kind of the normal way of living. My question is, though, when the money's gone, are all your bills paid? Did you get all the things you needed? And here's my next question. Did you know how much you could spend or were you just going by your bank balance? Are you actually tracking what you spend? So who knows where I'm going with this? How many of you use a budget? My guess is not enough. I know I recently saw a poll, I think it was a Gallup poll, that said only about one third of Americans actually use a budget. Only one third Y'all, we really need to do better. So how many of you just had the thought, why do I need a budget? I pay my bills. There's money at the end of the month. I'm doing fine. Maybe, but I bet you could be doing better. I mean, if you don't have a good picture of your income and expenses, how can you really know what's going on with your money? How do you know where your money's going? And if you're thinking, this is too hard. I don't even know how to start. Actually, there's a lot of samples on the internet. You can go search and find one that kind of shows you how this works. You can also find templates that are blank. And you know, it. you may not find one that's exactly like your situation, but that's okay. You can download it. You can add items to it. You can delete items and then kind of make it your own and make it fit what you need. 
So a good way to start is find this template, print it out, and use pen and paper and start to put the numbers in. You can also use an Excel spreadsheet. That's a really easy way to do it. And you can set it where it'll do the math for you. Or guess what? There's an app for that because of course there is. There's an app for everything. And I know, I know that you have apps on your phone that are games or to order pizza or whatever they're for. So, you know, why not one to help get your finances in order? There are a couple out there that get really great recommendations. They're called Mint, and then the other one is called Pocket Guard. Maybe check those out. But again, you can also do some research and find one that you like. There, there's, there's plenty to choose from. So now that you're ready to actually set the budget up, remember, the key is to track all your income and all your expenses. Don't forget, when you're adding expenses to your budget, there are three categories of expenses. The first one is fixed, which are the things that really shouldn't change from month to month, like your rent or your car note. The second one is variable, and those are things that are known, but they may vary from time to time, like your groceries. And then the last one is periodic. Those are known things, but they only come up occasionally. So that would be things like birthdays, events, vacations, uh, maybe school fees, school uniforms. So for variable or periodic expenses, consider setting aside a certain amount each month to cover that expense. Then when the time to pay the bill or buy the gift arrives, you have the money to take care of it. Also, don't forget on your expense side, add savings. Every budget should have a savings category. So now, when I say all expenses, I do mean all. Include your coffee runs, the times you eat out, put it all in there. Because what this does is it helps you see where you're spending so you can see where you need to make adjustments. Basically, is your spending above or below your income? And I think the goal is probably obvious here, but I'm going to say it anyway. You want more income than expenses. So if your income is below your expenses, you have a couple of options. You can either supplement your income or you need to cut your expenses. And when you do that, you need to make sure that you take care of your needs first. So that's going to be your shelter, your food, your transportation, medication, all those things that are needs. Then you're going to look at your wants and see if there's anything you can trim from your budget from there. Another thing to keep in mind about your budget and spending is that it's going to change as your life changes. Maybe you change jobs or you move or your family grows. All those things are going to change how you spend your money. So as they happen, you need to adjust your budget and your spending tracking to go along with it. If you've never really worked with a budget before, give yourself some grace as you get started. Look, it can take a couple of months to really settle into a budget and make it work for you. I think with a little practice, you'll start to see that there really is an advantage of having it. So now that you've set your budget, use it. In order for a budget to be really effective, you need to track your spending. So 
Your budget is how you know what you can spend in specific categories like rent, food, gas, entertainment, those kinds of things. But you still need to track what you spend to make sure you're staying within the budget. As you do this, you may find out you didn't budget for everything. You may find you're going over budget somewhere, or you may find you're under in a way that you hadn't thought of. The truth is, if you don't track what you actually spend, the budget really won't matter. Of course, there's an app for that too. <laughs> there's several, in fact. Or if you don't want to use an app, you can um, hold on to your receipts from your purchases and then check those against your budget. Or if you're still writing checks for things, order duplicate checks. What that does is that gives you a copy of the check that you wrote. So you keep the duplicate and then you have something to put in your records. If your bank or credit union offers online banking, or maybe they have an app, I recommend using those as well. You can see all your transactions and you can make sure everything looks correct. Be aware though, as you check those transactions, there may be what's called pending items. Those don't show up right away. Those are things that haven't come through your account yet, but they will. So make sure you keep those in mind when you're looking at your balance. Your balance may not be completely correct because something's pending. Knowing your balance is actually important. If you write a check or have money coming out of your account and you don't have the funds to cover it, you start incurring fees. And those fees, they are no joke. They can add up really, really quickly. Once a check or a payment gets returned, it can often then start to snowball because it may not be the only payment coming. For example, let's say you pay your cell phone bill and it puts your account in the negative. Even if it's only a couple of dollars, it's still in the negative. So now you've got to make sure you've got the cost of that bill covered, plus you're going to owe a fee. That can often be $25 or more, depending on where you bank. Let's say before you can get to the bank to clear all this up, your car note comes through. Then your insurance comes through. Then the gas you just put in your car comes through. Those are all going to be a $25 fee each. So in this example, that adds up to an extra $100 that I'm sure you could have spent somewhere else. And this is a bad habit that way too many people fall into, and it really, truly costs them so much. So what does that tell us? Track your spending. Budgeting and tracking your spending are great habits to develop, and they can help you become financially successful. So if you haven't started your budget, start one today. And if you need help, Try reaching out to the bank or credit union where you do your banking. I'm sure they can give you some suggestions to help get you moving in the right direction. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope this episode helped you feel more confident in your financial journey. If you need further information or would like to check out the blog version of this podcast, you can do that on our website, firstpioneers.com. You can also find a video version on our YouTube channel, at First Pioneers FCU. We'll make sure those links are in the show notes. As always, we're here to help in any way that we can. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.